Kia ora, I'm Strawn Coleman, a writer, musician, and spiritual director from Aotearoa, New Zealand, and you're listening to the Beholding Prayer Podcast, an experiential prayer accompaniment to my book, Beholding, Deepening Our Experience in God. You'll notice that at the start of all the prayer times in this podcast, we begin with deep breathing. Now, I know that for some this will be totally normal and welcome, but for others, incorporating breathing into prayer may seem strange or even alarming. So in this short episode, I'd like to briefly talk about breathing, its place in the Christian tradition, and why it's a helpful beginning place for prayer. Firstly, breath is a part of our origin story. In Genesis 2-7, we find God breathing his life into us. When he does, we read that we become a living being. Not just a lump of clay with lungs that fill up and empty, but a person. God's breath made us conscious, sentient, living. Later in the biblical story, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 14 reiterates this when he quotes that same Genesis passage in this way, saying, So it is written, The first Adam became a living soul. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. So God's breath gives us a soul and sustains our life. Breath plays a sacred role in the biblical story. Job 33.4 says, The Spirit of God has made me. And the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Not only has God's Spirit, His breath, created us according to Job, but His breath continues to give us life. It's an ongoing divine gift. In the scriptures, in fact, both the Hebrew word ruach and the Greek word pneuma are translated as both breath, wind, and or spirit. And the scriptures throughout use them interchangeably. In Latin, the word spiritus is at the root of both spirit and respiration. So often where we read spirit, it's the same word meaning wind, or where we read the word breath, it's the same biblical word used for spirit. Clearly, in the ancient mind, breath was held in deep spiritual esteem. So breath, from a Christian perspective, speaks of the ongoing gift of God's life in our bodies a gift of grace and a sign of his kindness and presence. Not just in a once-off, but in a continual rhythm. Air in our lungs keeps us alive. The miraculous of God's breath makes us sentient, conscious, and a fully living soul. The Orthodox tradition began incorporating breathing into prayer possibly as early as the 3rd century in what is commonly known as breath prayer. In breath prayer, one chooses an inhale and exhale word and repeats them internally as a form of meditation or invocation. Personally, I love to pray holy as I breathe in and spirit as I breathe out for periods of time during prayer, especially when my mind is chaotic or I'm too tired to concentrate. It often helps me to experience God's imminence and brings my mind into agreement with the capital R reality that Christ now lives in me through his spirit. Focusing on our breath in this way centers us and honors the essential life God gives us with each breath we take. And it can have the powerful effect of deepening our sense of God's presence in our lives 
at all times. Breathing has also been scientifically proven to have powerful effects on the body. Not only during exercise, where correct breathing can enhance energy and performance, but also with mental health, where deep breathing has been proven to have positive effects on anxiety, depression, fatigue, brain fog, and stress relief. Deep breathing, for example, can calm panic attacks. This is not an accident. As we've already seen, breath is central to the biblical story and to our most essential relationship, our relationship with God. Science here is giving its own amen. So why if breath is so naturally powerful, do we need to focus on it? Shouldn't it just be there, humming away, doing its thing as we live? Sadly, no. Because much of our world puts healthy breathing at risk. If you're like me and work at a desk most of the day, your posture and the way you're sitting may hamper your breath, making you more tired and brain fogged. Long commutes have the same effect, as does anxiety or depression, which compresses the upper body and limits oxygen intake. But the greater truth is that many of us in our overhurried lives have simply forgotten the art of breathing. We're just too busy, too frantic or distracted often to take time to breathe deeply and give our bodies what we need. Many of us need to relearn to breathe. I learned the hard way through years of chronic illness, which left me seated or lying for extended periods of time. The body can lose its memory of proper breathing. As a singer, it's hit home at even deeper levels. After losing my singing voice with muscular dysphonia, the first exercises I did through voice therapy was relearning to breathe. I literally had to reteach myself how to speak through breathing correctly again. That same process of relearning to breathe has also helped lower the general load on my immune system, promoting health resiliency. Oxygen is crucial for physical health too. For many of us, when we come to prayer, we carry this hurried stress in the body. We're often full to the brim with inner noise and the physical load of the rush we live in. Taking a moment to breathe deeply as we begin to pray helps to reset our minds and bodies, become aware of the moment we're in, and open us just a little more to the life of God within us. God made breath central. So by incorporating deep breathing into our prayer times, we're beginning where he did, in the garden, honoring his continuous gift in us and bringing ourselves into the moment where he is, right now, unhurried and ready to receive his love.